Hello, good morning, and welcome back to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. Oh gosh, I'm so happy you've joined me on this journey. I'm hoping that you're learning the importance of prayer, how to pray, and just the benefits that you get from praying each day. I'd like to dedicate today's podcast once again to my girlfriend, Hildred, to another good friend of mine, MJ, and to my special, special, beautiful daughter, Nicole Deandra, and my mom and my sister in New Jersey. Okay, in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Good morning, God. (laughs) You're ushering in another day, untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday. And let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight, for I can't walk alone. Also including my good friends from Good Shepherd who are now listening. Thank you. Heavenly Father, I call on you right now in a special way. It is through your power that I was created. Every breath I take, every morning I wake, and every moment of every hour I live under your power. Father, I ask you now to touch me with that same power, for if you created me from nothing, you can certainly recreate me. Fill me with the healing power of your spirit. Cast out anything that should not be in me. Mend what is broken. Root out any unproductive cells. Open any block arteries or veins and rebuild any damaged areas. Remove all inflammation and cleanse any infection. Let the warmth of your healing love pass through my body to make new any unhealthy areas so that my body will function the way you created it to function. And Father, restore me to full health in mind, body, and spirit so that I may serve you the rest of my life. I ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Okay, we're going to take a break while you grab your Bible. And open up to March 19th, just the 19th Proverbs, and uh, and then we'll read together. Thank you. I'm your host, Pamela Staten. Don't go anywhere. Proverbs 19. Better the poor whose walk is blameless than a fool whose lips are perverse. Desire without knowledge is not good. How much more will hasty feet miss the way? A person's own folly leads to their ruin, yet their heart rages against the Lord. Wealth attracts many friends, but even the closest friend of the poor person deserts them. A false witness will not go unpunished, and whoever pours out lies will not go free. Many curry favor with a ruler, and everyone is the friend of one who gives gifts. 
The poor are shunned by all their relatives. How much more do their friends avoid them? Though the poor pursue them with pleading, they are nowhere to be found. The one who gets wisdom loves life. The one who cherishes understanding will soon prosper. A false witness will not go unpunished, and whoever pours out lies will perish. It is not fitting for a fool to live in luxury. How much worse for a slave to rule over princes. A person's wisdom yields patience. It is to one's glory to overlook an offense. A king's rage is like the roar of a lion, but his favor is like dew on the grass. A foolish child is a father's ruin, and a quarrelsome wife is like the constant dripping of a leaky roof. Houses and wealth are inherited from parents, but a prudent wife is from the Lord. Laziness brings on deep sleep, and, sh and the shiftless go hungry. Whoever keeps commandments keeps their life, but whoever shows contempt for their ways will die. Whoever is kind to the poor lends to the Lord, and he will reward them for what they have done. Discipline your children, for in that there is hope. Do not be a willing party to their death. A hot-tempered person must pay the penalty. Rescue them, and you will have to do it again. Listen to advice and accept discipline, and at the end you will be counted among the wise. Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. What a person desires is unfailing love. Better to be poor than a liar. The fear of the Lord leads to life. Then one rests content, untouched by trouble. A sluggard buries his hand in the dish. He will not even bring it back to his mouth. Flog a mocker and the simple will learn prudence. Rebuke the discerning and they will gain knowledge. Whoever robs their father and drives out their mother is a child who brings shame and disgrace. Stop listening to instruction, my son, and you will stray from the words of knowledge. A corrupt witness mocks at justice, and the mouth of the wicked gulps down evil. Penalties are prepared for mockers and beatings for the backs of fools. I always take the Proverbs as God's marching orders. Ooh, let them sink in. Read them again if you have to. Okay, moving on to In Touch Magazine. How to Conquer Your Fears. I've walked with the Lord for more than seven decades now. I've read the Bible from cover to cover, preached thousands of sermons, and written pages and pages of study material. But let me tell you, in spite of all that, sometimes I still get scared. When fear begins to sink in, I pray harder, study longer, and read my Bible more closely. I decided long ago that I would not let apprehension stop me from doing what God calls me to do. However, 
Before I can take a stand against fear, I have to admit it is there. That's the key to conquering feelings of anxiety. I imagine you on occasion may feel frightened too, whether of failure, ridicule, loneliness, or something else entirely. There is no shame in admitting you're afraid. In the Psalms, in fact, King David makes this confession several times. His confessions are often wrapped in prayer, acknowledging the Lord's power over his fears and his enemies. And these are examples we can follow. That same power is available to you today. God wants to cast out the fear and doubt in your life, all of it. Are you willing to go before him today and say, Lord, I'm afraid of what? Amen. That was nice. God's promises day by day. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. The unconditional love we so desperately need if we are to become authentic comes only from God. Interestingly enough, it is when we let God love us unconditionally at a deep level that we tend to become the person he really wants us to be. It is only when we feel his total love for us that we are free to be genuine in all our relations with others. This genuineness, I feel confident, is exactly what pleases him most. God's way day by day. Open your heart. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. The cross assures you of God's acceptance. When you believe in Jesus, God considers all barriers between you and him to be removed. Full reconciliation and intimacy of relationship are possible. God's acceptance and forgiveness of you and God's acceptance and blessing of you are related to your acceptance of God. Accepting God's forgiveness is not a matter of works. It's a matter of opening your heart, your mind, and hands to receive. There is no earning or striving involved. Stay with us. Be right back. Okay, now we're ready to command our morning, a daily devotional. Charge the atmosphere with praise. Now, when they begin to sing and praise, the Lord set ambushes against the people of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah, and they were defeated. Rather than being afraid, Jehoshaphat got God's plan and put it into action. He took God at his word that the battle was his. Then they celebrated God's salvation before they even saw it. They filled their atmosphere with praise and worship, charging the air with God's power and provision. And by the time they saw their enemies, their enemies were already defeated. Dear God, I declare that I am already victorious in you. Sin has no dominion over me. My past has no dominion over me. 
I am more than a conqueror through you. Nothing can separate me from your love. If you are for me, nothing and no one can be against me. The enemy will not triumph over me. Your plans and purposes will prevail. In Jesus' name, amen. Prayers in the wilderness. A meditation of grace for caregivers. Dear Lord, I am experiencing times of despair, anxiety, and weakness. Being a caregiver was never my plan, nor is it in my strength. Every day I face more questions than answers. I struggle for peace of mind and understanding from friends and family is not always available. When I rise to begin the journey of another day, I wonder what dilemmas will confront me. How will I handle them and why do I have to? However, when I pause to your to inhale your goodness, your love, your peace, I realize your grace is what covers me. It is just as you said in your word, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Father, I know you are the source of my strength and compassion. Your grace and love poured into me every day prepares me for the tasks I must face. When people attempt to upset me, you disperse angels of grace to catch my anger and cover me. When lack of sleep causes irritation to permeate my spirit, your grace sends a friend with words of love and kindness. When I am feeling joyless, your grace provides hope, joy, and even laughter. When I feel like giving up, your grace provides encouragement. Then, when weakness in mind, spirit, and body fight to control me, your grace says, no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. Lord, I am in awe of you. Through this experience, I can truly say you are amazing. Not because I read about you, not because of someone else's testimony, not because of a sermon, but now my relationship with you is personal. And even though I choose to become closer to you, your grace pursues me daily. I thank you for being in charge of my life. I thank you for positioning people around me to uplift and assist me. And most of all, I give you praise, honor, and glory for your amazing grace. In the name of Jesus, I pray, amen. Psalm 6, the Lord has heard my supplication. The Lord will receive my prayer. Hebrews 4, let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Amen. So soothing, so soothing. Okay, God's purpose for your life. What he's given. From any tree of the garden you may eat freely, but from the tree of knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the 
for in the day that you eat from it, you will surely die. Whenever we read today's verse, we may be tempted to jump ahead and think of the outcome. Adam and Eve ate the forbidden fruit, which resulted in the fall of humanity. However, today I ask you to consider how much God allowed rather than what he prohibited. He said, from any tree of the garden, you may eat freely. We don't know exactly how many trees that was, whether it was hundreds or thousands of different kinds. But the point is, the first couple could enjoy all of it. Almonds, apricots, avocados, cashews, cherries, coconuts, dates, oranges, limes, figs, guava, mangoes, nectarines, olives, peaches, pears, pecans, persimmons, plums, pomegranates, walnuts, and so much more. The only restriction was the fruit that would bring them harm. The same is true for you. You may want to focus on what you cannot have, but that will inevitably lead you to trouble. But victory will come when you focus on all God has given you. Therefore, set your mind to thank and praise him for all he's provided for you to enjoy. Jesus, thank you for all the blessings you've given me. I set my mind on you. Amen. I'll be back with my closing prayers. Here it is, my daily prayer. Dear God, as I begin this day, let me turn my thoughts to you and ask your help in guiding me in everything I say and do. Give me the patience that I need to keep my peace of mind. And with life's cares, I hope, dear God, some happiness to find. Let me live but for today, not worrying what's ahead. For I have trust that you will see I get my daily bread. Give me courage to face life's trials and not from troubles run. Let me keep this thought in mind. Thy will, not mine, be done. And if some wish I do not get, though I have prayed to thee, help me to believe and understand you know what's best for me. I failed you many times, I know, but when tonight I rest, I hope that I can kneel and say, dear God, I've tried my best. Amen. The 23rd Psalm. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done 
on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Let me leave you with these words. Where there's faith, there is love. Where there is love, there is peace. Where there is peace, there is God. Where there is God, tell him, Nicole, there is no need. Amen. Have a beautiful, blessed Friday. Let's get these blessings started for Friday. I hope you receive so many, and I'll be back tomorrow. See you then. Bye-bye.